0: Did you ever feel like that person was just like poking you and like prodding you and like goading you to actually like react or respond a certain way? You might be dealing with someone who might be toxic that might actually be trying to purposely put you in a space where you show up in a reactive way, maybe with reactive abuse, maybe with yelling or lashing out, whatever might be, you might be struggling with a certain type of person that could possibly be a narcissist. You guys are new here. My name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the Narc app, and your guide in the Escape Toxicity, the seven-day challenge to healing that you can access at EscapeToxicity.com. If you want to be able to check out some of the stuff that we're doing on, on a day-to-day basis, then hit the subscribe notification. Uh, Hit that notification bell so that you actually get notified when we drop new videos, when we do live question and answers, and when we just have different pieces that you can be a part of inside the community of this healing journey that you're trying to be on, of this growth mindset that you're trying to develop. Because it is really hard when you're with a toxic person to wonder what is actually going on on the other side. Like, do they actually understand what they're doing? Do they actually see how it's hurting me, how it's impacting me? And narcissists make you react. Like just hands down, like they make you react. They make you respond to them in so many different ways that end up being where they are controlling your responses. They're they're controlling or prompting the things that you're going to do. Sometimes that comes out in lashing out, in reactive abuse and yelling and screaming back to them. And you, you start to question yourself like, wait a second, am I the narcissist here? Because I've never acted this way before. I've never responded this way. But do they actually know that they're pushing you? Do they actually know that they're trying to push you in the direction of this type of reaction. Well, what I want to talk to you about today is when a narcissist gets you to react, do they actually care? Why? What's actually going on underneath that? And then what to do about it. All right. So when we talk about reacting to a narcissist, we kind of laid the groundwork somewhat that it is a common thing to do. It's common because of how they treat you. Because they get to the place where they're starting to slowly just push your button time after time after time, maybe doing the same exact thing, maybe pushing your boundaries in a certain way. Maybe it's where they are pulling back from giving different compliments or ideas or thoughts or starting to belittle you for the small things that you're doing that they want to say is wrong or is out of character or is out of alignment, whatever it might be. So trying to be able to bring you down and attack over a period of time, this can be something that slowly eats at you and slowly holds you back. And it gets to the place where you just feel like you have to break free. And oftentimes this will come in bottling it up and then lashing back out of like, I can't believe this is finally happening because you have to deal with so much. You have to deal with a narcissist accusing you that you're the wrong one, that you're the toxic one, that you're the cheater. You have the narcissist that's lying to you time after time, after time again, that you don't even understand the truth. Sometimes we see some of the biggest reactions come from the victim and the survivor from a narcissist that gives them the silent treatment. Like, can you imagine like talking to your best friend and then your best friend just stops talking to you for like three weeks straight? And it's not that you don't see them, it's that you interact, you walk by them, you, you try to interact with them every single day and you get to the place where you're just like, why won't you just talk to me? Like, you just want to grab them, like shake them, be like, why won't you just talk to me? That's the kind of thing that's happening times a hundred with a narcissistic person. Because you'll see the silent treatment get to someone and make them react and respond in almost like a crazy like fashion because that person prompted that. Then put them in a crazy making situation. Put them in a situation where it's like, what else are you going to do? And so oftentimes the narcissist will turn it around, will blame you, will put it on you. And they start to just keep poking and poking and poking and poking until they get a reaction till they get a blow up, till they get some type of a response, till they get something out of you. So the big question that people ask is, do they actually know what they're doing? Do they actually know that what they're doing is making you react, is making you respond a certain way? The short answer to that question is, yes, they do. There's an aspect of knowing and understanding the consequences of a person's actions, but not willing to be able to take accountability and responsibility for it. So a narcissist will do anything they can to be able to keep their image or control or power over another person, even if that means they have to make them feel crazy. We normally see this the most in the aspect of gaslighting, convincing a person that their reality doesn't actually actually exist. What they saw, what they envisioned isn't actually there. And so typically a narcissist will try to do anything they can to keep you in submission to them and keep them in control. Now, when we're talking about this aspect of do they actually know that they're doing it, you have to understand and you have to look at it from a big picture is like, first off, the majority of the time it's done in private. It's something that happens in the confines of the home that no one else can see. Now you have some that are raging out in public. Totally get that. And a lot of overts do that. But when we talk about coverts, which I feel like there's a, a lot more than people want to realize with covert narcissism, a lot of it is done in private. It's stuff that keeps you isolated from other people, it keeps you hidden from other people. Of like, okay, like this is happening, but now I can't talk about it because I already told everybody it's a good relationship. Now I feel like I feel, feel dumb that I'm I'm even saying that we have issues because like it's been so good. And it starts to confuse this aspect like they know that they're doing it because they're doing it in private. They're not doing it out in public. One aspect of knowing that they're doing it is this thing called dog whistling. Dog whistling is where a narcissist will communicate and attack and poke and poke and prod to you in one specific area. And then when you're in public, they'll bring that specific area up, but not necessarily attached to you, but just in general. And it belittles and it puts you down and sometimes makes you react in public about something that they said that didn't have to everybody else, didn't have direct correlation to you, but you know it's to you because of what they've always done in private. It's this piece of triggering you, of pushing you past a certain limit because of what they've been saying to you for a period of time. Oftentimes, you have to understand this is only done to you. Narcissist doesn't always do this to every single person. Will they do it sometimes to other people? Yes. But I'm saying a lot of times we have a narcissist that will specifically do it to one person. Typically the person closest to them, typically the person that is seen below the mask. And oftentimes the goal here is to shame the person, to get that other person to react, to get a response out of the other person as an aspect of power and control. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Which leads us to our next section of why do they actually do it? They do it out of power and control to push you to do something. And then you do it, that reaction shows them, I just got them to do something. I just crossed their boundaries. I just made them cross their boundaries. There's this power dynamic of you doing something that you don't want to do. And when a narcissist is able to take you to a certain spot and then be like pushing you just a little bit more and then you act out, you do something that you that is not normal, that's incongruent with who you actually are, they view it as a power trip. I just made them do something that they didn't want to do. I just made them do something that they never would have done. I just controlled an outcome. You see, there's a power dynamic that plays here. And the power dynamic that happens is this idea of the the narcissist saying, like, I have dominance over you. I did this. I am in control. Narcissist doesn't always control you just to control you. A lot of times, narcissist controls you because of how it makes them look in public. There's this aspect of having the mask and the narcissist having this version of themselves that everybody else sees and they have to be able to control you to support, uphold, defend the mask that they're putting out there. So they do that oftentimes out of manipulation and control to make sure that you're supporting that. That power piece is them showing dominance. I'm actually good enough, big enough, the best, the ego, all that stuff. Like I'm amazing because I can do this. Is that hurting and degrading to another person? Yes, but I don't care. I just care about me. Like, that's the idea. The control piece is this aspect of feeling better about myself because I put you down. Okay, so the, the control is, again, another power dynamic. But the narcissist is like, hey, I feel better about myself because I've made you be a little bit lower. Oftentimes we see this when a narcissist gets with someone who is, let's say, high status or high money or whatever it might be. And they get with this person, they're like thinking, oh man, once I get with this person, I'm gonna have the same amount of money. I'm gonna have the same amount of respect. I'm gonna have all this kind of stuff. This is like the logic, the idea of like, if I get with this person, it'll help me level up. It'll help me be better in a certain aspect. it will help me look better in a certain aspect. Then we get with that person and they're like, crap, it doesn't. I'm still the same person. But that person seems so much better than me, so I gotta bring them down. I gotta bring them down to my level. I gotta control them. I gotta feel better about myself because they're below me. And it's taking that ego and that mask and it's trying to be like, okay, this is who they actually are. They're underneath me. Maybe you're at the place where you're separated from the toxic person and you're still reacting to them. You're still responding to them. They're coming at you. They're blaming you for something. They're coming at you and they're saying something about you, accusatory, whatever it might be. And you're still giving them a reaction. What I need you to understand, like loud and clear, is when you're separated from a narcissist and you're still in contact, which is why we say no contact, and you're still in contact and you are reacting to them, you are giving them supply. You are making the addiction worse that they're going to stick around even longer. And here's the skewed up part that most people don't understand and don't realize because it is skewed up in the narcissist's mind of how it actually works. When a narcissist pokes and prods you, when you're separated, when you're broken up, they don't think that in their mind, when you're broken up and they push and prod you and you react and you respond, you know what it tells them? This is what it tells them. Exactly this. You still want me. And you're like, no, that doesn't mean that way. It can't mean that. That's how they think. If you get anything from this video, you need to understand when you're away from a narcissist and they get you to react, you are feeding them even more. You were saying, come get me. Literally, that's how a lot of times it is interpreted and twisted around that the narcissist is like, oh, this person is obsessed with me. That means they want me. No, this person hates you and they want you out of their life, but they're not sure how to be able to pull away. And so when you continue to react, when you continue to respond to this person, it feeds that even more. Please understand that and hear that loud and clear. In talking through this aspect, then what do you do? How do we actually respond? What do we actually go through? You need to understand their game. It's a game to get you to react. So you have to learn how to control the reaction, which means you have to stop playing the game. A narcissist views you as a vending machine and they can walk up to you at any single time, press a button and get a a candy bar, get a soda, And the thing is, every single time they walk up, they either press a button and they get the candy bar that they want, or they get a brand new one. It's a surprise every single time. And they don't have to pay for it. All they have to do is just walk up to you, press a certain button, and they get something out. In that illustration, if you can wrap your mind around that illustration, why would they stop? Typically, a narcissist is not going to stop if they are getting the reaction they desire out of you. So you need to understand to stop playing the game reacting only adds fuel to the fire it increases that addiction it increases that aspect of oh the narcissist just got what they want from you and they just come back later when they want some more and it shows you right then and there that the, nar- that the narcissist the toxic person knows and it shows that they don't care you know at this point they absolutely do not care about you because they're only coming for that reaction now, you might be kind of pushing back still a little bit and being like, but they said they didn't intend to hurt me. Like they said it. they weren't trying to. They said like that wasn't their intent or anything. And we need to take a pause real quick. We need to understand if the narcissist is telling you, hey, I never intended to hurt you and they've hurt you a bunch of times. And they said like, I never intended to hurt you. You need to understand the opposite piece. You also never intended not to hurt me. You never made any plans or preparations or changed some of your actions and behaviors in a way to show that you weren't going to hurt me. But instead, you hurt me by making these choices. Maybe the exact intent wasn't to attack and wasn't to hurt, but there also wasn't any intent, any intent to protect, to love, to care, and to demonstrate that. If you're struggling with some of this today, I'd ask you to reach out for help. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. Click on the one-on-ones. If you want to actually break free, mindset, emotions, go to escapetoxicity.com. It's a 7-day challenge for healing to be able to help guide you through the hard truths that you need to understand. You need to learn some things that we've talked about in here, like you need to be able to understand so you can be free and move forward in your healing, growth, change, and development.